The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Storytelling inspires, engages, and moves people to action. It's a superpower that anyone can learn. Welcome to Story Powered with your host, Leanne Pico. Stories can hold you back, and stories can move you forward. Let our program help you activate your storytelling superpower and take your business to the next level. Now, here is Leanne Pico. Hello, and welcome to Story Powered. I'm Leanne Pico, your host. Thanks so much for being here today. I'm so looking forward to this show. It's on one of my favorite topics. Um, We're going to be talking about inspiration. And, uh, you know, that's... It's, it's one of the things we need most in the world today and people are looking for. So I'm, I'm really pleased to be focusing on it today. So before we do that, I wanted to thank my guest from last week. Jean Storley of Storley Telling was here helping us to mine our lives for stories. Um, and it was pretty great because Jean took us through a very practical exercise for finding stories, um, before we need them. So I highly recommend if you're, if you're always, if you're kind of wandering around thinking, ah, oh, where do I get to get my stories from? I don't know. I don't have any stories. You do. Check out this show because, um, Jean was very, very helpful in, in helping us find them. So you can check it out on the on demand library for Story Powered. But obviously, I don't want you to do that just yet because I want you to hang out with us. We're going to talk about inspiration today. Um, but before I do that again, I want to tell you a little something about something that's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. On October 6th, the show is going to be a little different. It will be the same format, but there will be a different host. We'll be having a guest host, and that will be Chris Cooper. And Chris Cooper is the host of my favorite Voice America radio show, other than Story Powered, of course, um, the Business Elevation Show. So interestingly, given today's topic, it was Chris Cooper that inspired me to become a radio host. Uh, When I was approached to do a show for the network, I checked out a lot of the other business shows. I'm not an in-your-face kind of um, business person, so I wasn't sure how well my personality was going to come across and how how I would go about having a radio show. Um, You know, because sometimes we have assumptions about what it means to be uh, on radio or, or whatever. So, But when I found Chris's show, I knew I'd be okay. Chris Cooper has a wonderful style. He has lots of curiosity, asks such great questions of his guests, and is led by his values, which was really important for me. So he is the perfect choice as my guest host for Story Powered on October 6th. Now, you may be wondering where I'm going to be if I'm not hosting. And um, so I'm not swanning off to some exotic uh, land. Um, I will be in the hot seat. I am going to be the guest. So for the first time, I will be um, sharing my story, and Chris will be asking me all about my new online story community, the Story Powered Institute, 
And we'll be talking about the concept of story-powered. I've had a lot of people say, what the heck is story-powered? And um, although I talk about it in terms of uh, story being a, a storytelling being a superpower that we have as individuals, it's a lot deeper than that, especially for organizations. So we're going to have a good chat about uh, what story-powered means. And I'll be talking about some of the shows that we've had previously. So... It's very exciting and very scary at the same time. So if you want to check out Chris Cooper beforehand, you can find him on the Voice America Business Channel doing the Business Elevation Show. Chris has had guests like the story king Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul and Success Principles. So I feel very, very privileged to be interviewed by him. So if you want to elevate your business, make sure you have a listen to Chris Cooper's show. And I look forward to... uh, being the guest in a couple of weeks. So, but for today, I'm still hosting, which is good. Um, so I, because I get to talk to somebody I've been admiring from afar for, for a long time. I have a guest who uh, I find very inspiring in terms of the content that he shares. We're linked in together and, and um, I've been, I've been watching some of the stuff that he's been producing. Um, inspiration is a key piece in today's world and it's uh, something that more and more people are looking for from their work and in their business and in their purchasing of services or products. People want to be inspired. And today's guest is uh, very knowledgeable about that. We have Dr. Amit Nagpal, who is a business storyteller at AL Services. He's also a keynote speaker and ORM coach with an inspirational style. And Dr. Amit is coming here today from India. He's my first Indian guest, so I'm so excited to be talking to him. Dr. Amit, welcome to Story Powered. Thank you, Leanne. It's so wonderful to get to talk to you in person. Yeah, same here. Yes. So, so tell us, what's an ORM, ORM coach? Uh, ORM is online reputation management. So uh, basically, you know, I use brand storytelling for people branding as well as, uh, you know, organizational branding. Right. Very cool. And, and uh, what I saw on your website is that you um, call yourself a personal branding consultant and deepest passion coach, which I absolutely love. So how do you, how do, you uh, do those things? Uh, I feel, you know, um, if you start a branding exercise, you will lose enthusiasm uh, at some point. Uh, unless, you know, you are really into something which is your deep passion, you really enjoy and, you know, you can persevere against all the odds. That's right. That's right. So tell us about you. What's your story? How did you get interested in story and, and what do you love about it? Okay. Uh, I I had uh, a little bit of a different kind of a childhood in terms of I used to wear very high powered spectacles. So I, you know, uh, had uh, vision uh, you know, problem right from birth. And uh, because of that, uh, I was not able to participate in outdoor games. I, you know, I was actually forced to read more books because you know out, uh, outdoor sports was not there. And uh, in some ways, I also uh, became a kind of a forced introvert. I became cynical in some ways. You know, I so um, over a period of time, I realized that you know, uh, life is like a stress interview. And, uh, you know, in a stress interview, we make up our mind that uh, in spite of whatever stressful, irritating questions the interviewer asks, we still maintain our cool and understand the intent of the interviewer is to put 
under stress and we don't have to get you know stress in spite of all the you know pressures we're trying to put us into so i think life is uh, same you know life is also a stress interview and you have to keep smiling at respective of what you know keeps coming in your way uh, keep looking at things in a more positive way keep uh, you know um, going on persevering against whatever obstacles come Nice, nice, and it's funny um, that you talked about the uh, the fact that you kind of um, uh, were in the land of books and and about outdoor sports. Our guest last week, Jean, was talking about um, a, a challenge with. Uh, sports as well and it's and it's interesting how we um talk about story and talk about uh you know kind of de- delving into new lands when we're reading and, and either it's an escape from something or it's or it's to get away from things that are happening for us often as kids or you know um my, my son is a is a huge listener i'm mean, funnily enough of course he is um but he loves stories and he listens to stories all the time as well as reading them but um it's interesting how we we talk about in storytelling, we worry about um, talking about the word story because we worry about right. associating it with children. And in, in fact, like you just said, I mean, some those were some of the most important things for some of us as kids. Right, yeah. You, you had asked me about, you know, my journey into storytelling. And yeah. uh, uh, over the period of time, I realized that, you know, I had to share what experiences I have had and uh, they would, uh, you know, serve two purposes. One is, uh, you know, they will be inspiring for other people because I will share my successes and, you know, obstacles. And the second part is, you know, uh, I think storytelling also unburdens your soul. Like Maya Angelou says that, uh, uh, you know, there is uh, nothing, uh, nothing is a greater burden than having an untold story inside you. So I had this untold story. I started sharing my own story. I remember the first uh, mini story or shortest story which I had uh, written a few years, four or five years ago was, I cribbed, God, you have given me too many problems. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, God said, uh, God, God, you've given me unusual problems. And God replied, but I have also given you unusual joys. And you know, <laughs> then I again crept. Awesome. God, you have not given me some of the usual joys which everyone gets. And then right. God replies, but I have not given you the usual problems. <laughs> so that was, you know, probably the first story I wrote. That's too fun. That's funny. It's funny. And it's true, right? It's, yeah. We do often feel like we have... Um, uh, and 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 you know, for those of us, you know, a lot of us do have unique, uh, unique. Well, I think everybody has a unique story and unique issues. But like you say, I love the idea that uh, also what comes with it is unique joys. So how did you? So when you started sharing your story, and this is a a piece I think that uh, a lot of people are afraid to share their story because they're not sure how it's going to turn out. When what was the reaction like when you started sharing, uh, you know, stories about yourself? Right. I think I will share uh, two experiences. One is uh, that the positive part of the experience, which is I felt unburdened and, uh, you know, there was uh, there were good responses in terms of people, you know, uh, finding it inspiring. Yeah. Uh, there was another perspective, which, uh, you know, I uh, read in, uh, I think, one of the Michael Margolis articles. And it said that if you really come out as a superhero against too many odds, 
then sometimes people, an average person is not able to connect to the story and he feels that he may be a superhero, but I am not. So I can't win like him. Mm-hmm. So I realized that, you know, uh, I shouldn't be coming like too much of a superhero of having too many odds. And it should be a story which should, you know, connect with the audience. Nice. Yes, because I I've, I've worked with clients and, and you know this because of the your expertise in personal branding. One of the things no. that um, I've, I've some of the clients that I've worked with, they've been tempted to share their their most difficult and challenging stories because they see other people doing that. Um, so they'll say, you know, people like Oprah or people like, you know, some of their, you know, the big famous um, business coaches that are out there. And my thing is similar to what you just said which is you have to be you have to be careful of that because um you know you haven't built your reputation yet you haven't built your connection yet and so like you say whether it's um i'm a superhero or i had serious tragedy it's it's tough for people to kind of connect with you at first if if you start with that so i think that's a really great point Right. I think uh, there are a few factors which you need to keep in mind. One is, you know, how much of story you want to share and, you know, will you be able to handle uh, the repercussions? Like one of my clients yeah. recently shared his uh, bipolar disorder story. And in India, uh, this is probably the first time I have seen a person with a serious mental health problem sharing writing a complete autobiography on his, you know, um, mistakes, failures, and successes. So, right. uh, you know, this kind of a story, you need to have lots of courage and you should be ready to handle the repercussions also. Yes, and I saw that you supported his launch of his book. I think that's wonderful. And it's it, and with it being such a taboo um, subject, it is important to have support around you, um, for sure. But like you say, it's very brave. It's very brave. Yeah. And you have to, you know, see so many factors. Like, as far as American culture is concerned, I have read that, you know, vulnerability is the new black. So vulnerability is in fashion and people are becoming more authentic in sharing their stories, more courageous. But I think in Eastern cultures, this would be a little more difficult because the family loyalty, the community loyalty, the religion loyalty, and, you know, uh, there is uh, less individuals, uh, you know, this thing, and uh, you have to think more about the community and the group and uh, you know uh, that uh, stops you from telling a lot of aspects of the story yes that makes sense and so so that you raise a great point which is be aware of the culture around you it's absolutely true and and like you say in in north american especially american culture it is becoming more and more the thing to do to share however there's also a backlash um going on with you know celebrities who overshare or um so so again, it's it's kind of like you say, checking about checking where you are and being um, thoughtful about who's around you, what the cultural norms are, but also, um, like you said before, which I really love, which is, are you prepared for the repercussions of the story? Yes, and ready. You know, a, a coach a coach can play a great role here and mm-hmm. reassure the client. You know what can be shared. Give uh, the some of the you know cost benefit analysis of uh, sharing, and of yeah. course, I think oversharing is something which can be avoided. Yeah. And uh, I also say that you know uh, when a mistake or a struggle or a failure becomes a victory, then you know it is like sharing the past. But yeah. if you have not overcome it yet, then it is a little more difficult to share. That's right. Or. 
And and also, um, if you haven't over, so you know, we talk about this a lot, but it cannot be said enough. Which is, if you have not overcome it, not only is it challenging to share, but it's I, I have to question the purpose of sharing. So, is it about yes, attention, it, right? Yes. Then it is not inspiring. Also, if you are still struggling in some area. And then it is not, in, you know, an inspiration for the audience because you know everybody is struggling around, and you know uh, your struggle is not an inspiration. It truly is. <laughs> it's so yeah. true. I'm just thinking about. I saw a uh, financial coach a while ago tell their story about um, going into debt and having financial struggles, and unfortunately, right. she's still in it. Um, so my thing was just like, oh dear, like you you can't expect people to join you there, <laughs> uh, and so right. you know we feel sorry for them rather than inspired uh, at the end of that story. Right. So in terms of our, um, you know, and when we think about in, inspiring, we're going to just take a break in, in a couple, um, in a little bit. But um, what would you, de- how would you define inspiring? Yeah, first of all, let's, let's you know, uh, differentiate between inspiring and inspirational. So the writer or the storyteller shares an inspirational story and the audience decides whether the story was inspiring or not. Now, the second point is a moving or a touching story can make us laugh or cry, but inspiration should create some action in the readers or the audience life. So, you know, it is only inspiring, you know, after listening to the, that story, the reader or audience takes some action in his or her own life. You know, then only it is inspiring. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. It leads to action. Okay, well, we're going to um, take a little break right now, but we're going to come back and continue this conversation about uh, what, and I love uh, Dr. Amit's separation between inspiration and, and inspiring because that's really key when you're considering your storytelling. We're also going to talk about why inspiration is so important these days and why being inspired is so important. So um, we're just going to take a little break now. I'm Liam Pico, and you're listening to Story Powered on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll be back in just a sec. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. 
You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, connect with us on the web at verygoodstories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Welcome back to Story Powered with me, your host, Liam Pico. I'm chatting today with Dr. Amit Nagpal from India. We're having a really great conversation today about inspiration. And uh, before the break, Dr. Amit uh, brought up a really great point uh, about inspiration versus inspiring. And one of the pieces for us in story is, you know, Using utilizing your stories and the reason we talk about stories in business is because they lead to action. And so it's not just a, a case of sharing your stories so people like you. That is helpful sometimes for sure. But in business storytelling and when we're talking about um, particularly if you're running a business or um, you're a leader, we want people to do something generally. That's why we've um, chosen the story we're going to tell. So the difference between being inspiring and, and or the word inspiring and inspiration is the fact that um, people are being inspired to act. So, so Dr. Amit, like that's such a good point, and I'm wondering why it's um, why you think that being inspired is so important these days, or why is inspiration so important um, in our workplaces and in the world. Yes, uh, let's let's uh, divide it into two parts. One is the personal life, and the second is the professional life. In general, like I said, life is a stress interview for most of us. You know, there are constant challenges, uh, and in that sense, we need inspiration all the time. Like uh, you know, there is that famous Zig Ziglar's quote that some people say that inspiration doesn't last. And I tell right. them, you know, neither does bathing, so you need to do it every day. <laughs> so we need inspiration all the time, you know, to overcome yeah. the challenges which are, you know, constantly we are flooded with. And the second part is the professional, the workplace. Even the workplace has its own set of challenges. It has, you know, there is office politics, there is, you know... Uh, you have a certain ambition, you are maybe sometimes into a wrong department. So workplace has its own set of challenges. And at workplace also we need inspiration. Like I read one of your tweets, uh, you know, just now, uh, you know, uh, absurdly optimistic. And that is what, you know, uh, we need to do. You know, we have to be sometimes life is really, really, you know, testing us hard and we need to be absurdly optimistic. And yes. that is where, you know, uh, inspiring stories, inspirational stories help. They give us role models so that, you know, if uh, somebody from a very small town could come to a metro and succeed against all odds. So it connects with somebody who is from a small town and, you know, who feels that, you know, if he could do it, then I could do it. I can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Now, in terms of that, I think that's such a great point. And, and, you know, in terms of workplaces, so so you talked about role models. And then the other piece for me, I'm, I'm the per- kind of personality, I'm, I'm a, um, I'm hard to not, uh, no, I find workplaces interesting, because I'm, I work really hard, and I'll give all of my effort, if I know 
that we're accomplishing something other than making money. Um, <laughs> I like money. I like making money. But I don't want to spend all my time helping somebody else make money. I want to know that we're doing something else. And so for me, I spent a lot of years in the nonprofit sector. Um, and, and that was uh, was good, great for me. We now have a, a workforce who feels very similarly where, you know, profit for the company is not a main driver for them. Um, and for a lot of folks, having money is, you know, it's great, but what else? And so the other part for me, and that's why I like um, the work that you're doing, which is around that um, enabling people to be inspiring and to share who they are in their stories. But I also think on a company-wide basis, like people need something to buy into um, more than right. kind of the drive for profits. What do you think about that? Yes, I think uh, I am a strong believer in super, uh, you know, superordinate goals, mm-hmm. or you know, there is a vision which drives people, and in fact, that vision can be communicated through a story. And uh, stories, in that sense, are universal; uh, they have an application everywhere. And stories uh, stay in our subconscious mind; they stay in our memory, and then, in, in that sense. Uh, a story is the most powerful message a leader can give to his team, his or her team at the workplace. Yeah. And now we, we talk about corporations a lot and big organizations, but I think, you know, in terms of the work that you do, I imagine, you know, I, I also think that whether you're a solopreneur or you own a small business, vision is also just as crucial. And being able to communicate that vision to your potential customers is pretty important, right? Yes. Yeah. Why yes. is inspiration uh, important in entrepreneurship, do you think, right now? Uh, pardon? Okay, could you repeat? Oh, sorry. Why do you think it's so important that inspiration is, is so important to entrepreneurship right now? Okay. Uh, you know, uh, as you have used the word entrepreneurship, I'm reminded of a little story I wrote long back. Uh, life pushed him between the devil and the deep blue sea. He threw the devil in the sea and crossed it on his back. He was, after all, an entrepreneur. So, you know, uh, the life of an entrepreneur is like that. You know, it is very, very challenging. And in fact, uh, somebody had posted a very, very nice uh, note on Facebook some time back, a friend of mine, that entrepreneurship is even more challenging in a country like India. Uh, because, uh, you know, the government support systems, the bank support systems, you know, the loans, the opportunities in that sense, uh, there are more challenges. Uh, because of those, you know, sometimes family also doesn't support, uh, you know, the idea of becoming an mm, entrepreneur. Yes. Uh, yeah, even, you know, he had written some, you know, funny things that friends start, you know, um, uh, discouraging you. A lot of acquaintances start avoiding you that, you know, you might ask for a loan <laughs> because you're an entrepreneur. So it's so challenging to be an entrepreneur in India. Right. And so in how, that sense, of course. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry. Because, because of the challenge of entrepreneurship, you need more inspiration, more inspirational stories. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, in ter- in terms of, and I, it makes sense culturally because I was in Britain for a long time, and and um, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurship there, and often now, um, but it was a little different from North America, and you know, here in Canada and and down in the states, I think the whole pioneer spirit, um, and also that whole American dream 
You know, it's the kind of, you can do it, you can build it. So I think you raise a good point, a really great point, actually, in terms of storytelling. And when, um, you know, for those of us who want to work around the world, um, how can we get... Um, uh, how can we find out more and how can we be more conscious of, so if, if we're running an online business, for example, and like you, you talked about, um, you know, your personal branding, how can we be more conscientious about the stories we're telling for other, co- for other cultures and countries, do you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, that reminds me of an uh, article which I had written some time back where I talked about empathy first and authentic storytelling later. So, you know, uh, let's say if I take my own example, if I had become a storyteller 10 years back, I would have portrayed many people as villains in my life and (laughs) I being more of a hero. But today I have developed empathy for many characters, you know, what was wrong in their life and why did they behave in a certain way. And, you know, developing that empathy for the characters in your story is really important. And empathy for yourself too, right? It's um, yes, and that's what you're saying. Right. You know, being an entrepreneur right. is very challenging. Yes. So, in terms of personal branding, so you know, and again, when um, you know, often we talk about storytelling, but it really links with personal branding because whatever stories you tell, they they contribute to your personal brand, right? Right, right. So why? Uh, um, go, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Please. So in terms of um, when, we're, when we want to uh, tell stories to get people to work with us or, and I use the word get people, engage people to um, work with us or purchase our products or whatever, um, what kinds of stories do you think inspire people to action? Like what, what is it about the stories that is inspiring or inspirational enough to get people to act? Okay. Uh, let me start with the you know the first foundation of an inspiring story, an inspirational story. In my view is forming an emotional connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, as the famous quote goes, that people don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. So that emotional connect has to happen with the audience in the you know the initial uh, stages of the story. Uh, then there are few things like the you know story should inspire action. Uh, automatically, I say that you know when you share inspiring success stories, a great personal brand is a gift from the universe. You don't have to strive to build a brand. It is something which you know uh, if your story is authentic and inspiring, it automatically generates goodwill and it automatically builds your brand. Uh, but what makes a story inspiring is, you know, something we can, uh, you know, take a deeper dive into. Uh, I would say high-energy words, high-energy pictures, high-energy sounds. A simple example can be an aha moment, you know, amazing, wow. You know, these words themselves carry so much of energy. And, you know, whether the leader writes, uses these words in the email or in the personal meeting, you know, it really charges, inspires the team members. Uh, another thing which really inspires in a story is victory against odds. If there are no odds, uh, whether the odds, whether the villain is the circumstances or the villain is a person, but there has to be a villain, there has to be odds, and only if the, you know, uh, the protagonist wins against the odds, then only the story becomes inspiring because... Real life also has a lot of odds. 
now the next thing is that life being a roller coaster road ride is fine but like i said too many obstacles can also be discouraging because people may feel i am not a superhero like him uh then i would say that interactive storytelling is now becoming popular but i would say that interactive storytelling is only possible in certain situations for example when you are sharing a story orally uh, uh let's say public speaking you are sharing a story so you can make modifications in the story you can cut it short you know you can dramatize it a little more or less based on the audience body language etc so this kind of a interactive storytelling asking questions in the middle of the story it may not be possible on all social media platforms or it may be you know possible in certain situations okay. uh then i think the very very important uh, thing is that uh, nowadays we have lot of storytelling on social media so on twitter you have to tell a 140 character story on facebook you have a different you know kind of a word limit or on linkedin so the story has to be tailored according to the platform the story maybe if it is the audio visual story on youtube uh, you know then i think uh, the forming the connect is easier but forming a connect only with words is a little more difficult so your story has to have a little more inspiration and you know little more of drama or emotion to connect with the audience Nice. That's oh, fantastic. Thank you. Now, in terms of that, so you bring up a really great point, which is you need to adjust the stories for the platform that you're telling them on. So my question yes. to you is around um when you're sharing stories and when you're um uh managing your online reputation, what do you have any guidance for um because uh, because what could happen is you could appear to be just throwing out random stories. So I'm wondering how you connect the stories you're yeah. telling to your personal brand and ensure that there's some consistency there. So wherever you turn up, you're they they can see who you are. Do you have any advice on that? Yes. Uh, yeah. So storytelling from personal branding perspective I think the first task should be to write down what values you want to be known for so mm-hmm. what are your personal brand values uh, now the stories which you are going to share have to somewhere align with those values in fact i will share something funny that uh, i have shared so much of inspirational stuff in the past 5 years that if i have if i am in a bad mood and if i share something uh which is not inspiring on my facebook profile you know my friends don't like it because they expect me to be inspiring so you know <laughs> so uh, you have you know like they say that you know brand is not something you build it is it automatically gets built so i once i'm branded as inspiring or inspirational you know then uh, you know that is what audience wants expects me to talk about Right, right. That's such a great point. That's such a great point. But I really like your tip, and this is often um, what people don't do well, or or some of us. I, I mean, even when I started, I was you just kind of randomly throw stuff out, and it's like spaghetti at the wall, right? You're kind of like, oh, I'll just tweet this, or I'll just. But I love the idea, and I think that you're you're spot on with you. You start with your values, and then you share stories that attach to your values. And for me, that is one of the most inspirational um, things I've heard someone say, which is that you start with values. You don't start with sales. You don't start with how many customers you want to get. You start with who you are as a person, and then you build out from there. I think that's wonderful. Right. And why is it important? 
Right, I think that's where, uh, you know, a personal branding or a storytelling coach uh, can, you know, be helpful to the client. Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, for people listening, you know, in terms of inspiration, um, as Dr. Amit said, some sometimes it comes from stories of overcoming. Often it does. That's a really good place because we all have challenges. We all have things that we um, need to overcome. And, and again, sharing everyday stories that people can relate to that you overcome are really it's very, very useful. You don't always have to have um, tried to climb Everest and didn't quite make it. And, and that's your story. Now, we are inspired by those stories, too, but they often feel out of reach, as Dr. Ahmed said earlier. So, um, um, Dr. Ahmed is at Dr. Ahmed, and that's D R A M I T, Nagpal or Nagpal, and A G P A L dot com. So we can check yeah. you out, and I, I really recommend people go and have a look because you've got some great ebooks there, and you've got some great resources. Um, so we're going to come back in just a second. We're going to be talking to Dr. Ahmed some more about how we start crafting those stories, and again, continuing this conversation around starting value with your values and, and extending out in order to inspire. So we'll be back in just a second. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, Connect with us on the web at verygoodstories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Hi there. Welcome back to Story Powered. I'm Liam Pico, and I am talking with Dr. Amit Naikpal today from India. And we were talking before the break um, about a couple of things. One is about cultural differences, and it's a very good point um, that Dr. Amit has brought up, that across the world, people have different experiences of um, a couple of things. One is story um, in terms of how we embrace story within the culture, but also in terms of the subject matter that we might be talking about. So um, in, in we talk 
talked about in North American um, culture and particularly in American culture, it's 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 kind of um, we're all out there a little bit. Like we ta- we say stuff that um, potentially wouldn't go down well in other cultures. And as somebody who lived in Britain for a long time, um, I can see those differences. Even even though both countries. Um, our Commonwealth countries and they're, you know, we speak English and have very similar educational systems. There's a very different culture. Um, so um, bearing that in mind is, is really important, particularly when you are telling your stories online. Um, that's a, a, a really key piece. And, and so what one culture might find inspiring, another might not. So it's a, it's a very interesting idea to um, think about and maybe do a little research on the cultures that you're trying to um, reach, but also, you know, talk to folks who are, are there. The, um, uh, I'm one of the things that I'm looking forward to in, my, um, in the story community that I'm creating is having people from all over the world. Uh, talk to each other about story and sharing some of that because that's uh, one of the things I've enjoyed most about the radio show is um, talking to people from from all over the place and uh, we can easily make assumptions about our own backyard but uh, if you are trying to have an online business or you're uh, a big company trying to work in different countries mindfulness about the stories in those those places is important. And then the second thing that we uh, talked about, which is um, really crucial and I really liked and we're going to continue a conversation with right now, is around um, Dr. Amit's uh, advice that you start when you're thinking about the stories that you're going to tell, you start with your values and um, then you tell stories that will share, showcase those values. And um, I, it's, it's, it's a very crucial thing in terms of being inspiring to others is to be able to stand firm in what you believe in is is one of the most inspiring things someone can do, even in the face of challenge. And particularly in business right now, where there's lots of different talk about how to be in business, how to make money, all of that. Um, you know, it's a bit like the Wild West right now. So, you know, it's important. What are your values? And then and then find stories that that um, link to those. So, Dr. Amit, we're going to talk a little bit now. And your your um, expertise is online relationship or reputation management, and talking about you know finding that deep passion and sharing it. And I'm just wondering, like, how do we? Um, you know, we've as you spoke about earlier, we've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got LinkedIn, we've got our own websites, we've got our blog. We've got video, we've got podcasts, we've got all these ways to talk to people. How do we um, how do we do that in practical way? How do we share our stories in 140 characters? Are, should we try, or how, like how do we manage our online brand? So we've we've kind of got our values in place. We know our stories. How do we put it out there? Yeah, number one, uh, you know, understanding the social media platform and how to best utilize it for storytelling. Let me let me take some examples. Like you said, Twitter has the 140 character limit. So we can do some very, very short stories, like a very famous story is, he came, he saw, he conquered. You know, <laughs> right. six words tell a complete story. You know, this is uh, that uh, Julius Caesar. Uh, then, you know, uh, there are certain platforms like LinkedIn Summary is a great platform for storytelling. Uh, Google Plus Profile has that My Story section where you can share your story. Your website, be it your personal portal or your company website should have My Story or Our Story. In fact, I share a very, very practical advice. 
that supposing you are a startup and uh, you are you know, launching your new services or products or a new website now sharing your website on social media uh, looks a little uh, you know crass promotion or mm-hmm. looks a little odd but if you have a our story page on your website and you share it on social media once in a month it doesn't look you know it has some interesting content and it creates the right perception also right so it's not uh, come here come here <laughs> just because i'm here um you're you're talking about stories are the thing that actually engages interest right right yeah and the why and i, I think the questions too are the um you know why should i come and check out your yeah. website or why should i spend my time with you uh, yeah, why why should I share a story? Because, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, be it advertising, marketing, sales, you know, the entire research points out that we make purchase decisions based on emotional connect or there is some role of emotional connect in our purchase decisions. So, you know, forming that emotional connect with your audience and then having a logical aspect to your story also, you know, that justifies uh, where, you know, your, uh, your, your production services match the existing needs of the client. So, you know, sharing, integrating those things also in the story is also important. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, think, I think that's about it. Right. That's great. Okay, so in terms of, um, so we talked earlier about um, when you share stuff out there and, and like, like you said, you gave a good example of, um, you know, your online brand is inspirational and that's how, and inspiring and that's how people see you. And so if you post something that doesn't, that's a disconnect with that. Um, people right. are kind of like, what's that about? So tell us what we can do. Like say, um because again, it's that kind of reputation management stuff. Um, so, say we do that and we post something that actually a story that that is a complete disconnect, and people are confused. What should we do next? Uh, sometimes, you know, like words have their own limitations, and you have communicated a certain aspect of your story which is misunderstood. Uh, then, of course, I think two things are required. One is you can give a certain amount of clarification in the comments uh, on Facebook, for example, or LinkedIn, for example. Or, uh, you know, like Facebook offers you a very convenient feature of edit posts, and all the edits are also visible to the audience. So if you feel that there is a certain miscommunication happening, then you can definitely edit your story. Yeah. And the other thing you can do, which um, I'm a big advocate of, but again, being a, a conscious of your audience is, is owning it. Um, because uh, the piece for me around, um, and we talked about it earlier about overcoming things, but there's also, the you know, things, circumstances, but there's also overcoming our mistakes and owning, you know, the, the fact that yes. we're human. <laughs> we are yes. humans and we're not going to be perfect. Um, so I would yeah. also say, you know, for me, one of the next stories you could tell is how the last story went wrong and, right. and how you overcame it. <laughs> right. But you have to have overcome it already, right? <laughs> right. And I, that reminds me of, a, you know, a small uh, communication I had with my you know, students when I was a professor five years back. So once I told them that, you know, 
i am an ordinary unenlightened human being and i can be slightly partial towards students who are extra respectful or extra affectionate but if i go out of the way then you have every right to tell me that you know i am going out of the way so you know uh, we are humans we will have our biases prejudices but we have to become more conscious of them and that is i think the journey of life Yeah, that's right. And that's the other part about um living into your values because there's one thing about um creating a list of values um mm. that you're going to tell stories about uh that's different from kind of really going deep within and f- and kind of extra, you know, excavating your values and then living right. because you know, and I think that's the danger sometimes with with storytelling is is we tell stories based on the things that we think others want to hear or the values right. that we think are relevant um right. but you know you can then um deal with your failures and deal with your mistakes if you if you're living with integrity right like if you're living with integrity all the time then you're right. able to um to to deal with stuff as, as it comes up right and uh, you know uh, uh, one uh, thing that i would like to share that uh, in eastern cultures we you know we call it eastern cultures are contextual cultures so uh, our communication is not limited to the words which we speak here but there is a lot of communication which is happening through body language for right. example if i go to somebody's house and you know he asks me would you like to have tea then you know uh, it is considered a courtesy to say no i would not like to have tea and then he says again no you know it is not a much of a problem and then i say okay you know let's <laughs> okay i can have tea so you know uh, it becomes important to read the body language as part of the story absolutely and and also again going back to the cultural stories because uh, you've just reminded me of when i i lived in um, in dublin in ireland and um the first week i was on my new job um i was the staff a, a few of the staff came and invited me to go to the pub and i said oh no thank you that's okay no thank you and and i headed home and and the next day my boss came and said leanne um you say yes when you're invited to the pub <laughs> and so i had to like claw back cuz it was very like people were quite offended that i that i said no um so right. you know again i i'd like i love the fact that we're talking about this because it is um again um and and maybe we can link it to the idea of of being invited um you know because that's the other thing that we sometimes do online is we force our stories on people or force ourselves on people and the idea of being invited um to share right. is 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 a really good one either for tea or for the pub <laughs> so i really like right. that yeah so how else uh, can no. sorry go ahead please uh, yeah the last thing that i would like to share about the culture part uh, sometimes there is too much of a contrast between cultures like for example uh, in american or even uh, in indian culture looking into the eyes of someone and talking is considered you know honesty uh, but looking into the eyes of someone and talking is considered aggression in japan Mm-hmm. So you know, even when you are writing such stuff in your stories or including it, you know, you have to be culturally sensitive. 
sometimes there are also aspects like you know i recently met uh, one of the storytellers from canada uh, dave carol and mm-hmm. he talks about mnm or memories and moments now right. i told him that mnm has a very different meaning in india because mnm is one of the biggest industrial houses in india mahindra and mahindra so you know, uh, you know mnm can be confusing in india yes Yes, that is such a good point. And again, it's it's checking because, um, you know, uh, yeah, you can misfire. You can easily misfire. And you think you're telling a really inspiring story and then everybody's looking at you blankly <laughs> and kind of or like you say, suspiciously because you've been staring them down uh, too much. So that's such an interesting point. Now, in terms of inspiring. So what what do you think in terms of like if we talk about story structure for a moment? What what does the story look like in terms of a like? Is there a structure that works best for an inspiring story? Do you think? Uh, yes, you know there can be certain aspects to the structure of the story. Also, I will share a few examples. Uh, like one is, uh, you know, uh, I often end with my stories with, you know, so are you ready to share your inspiring story? So it is a kind of a call to the reader. you know which is not provocative but which is you know uh, maybe puts the reader in the introspective mood that am am i writing an inspiring story of my life am i ready to mm-hmm. share that story with the world uh now you know the first step which i had already discussed earlier is forming an emotional connect with the audience uh, then as the story processes uh there are of course uh you know there is a roller coaster ride there are challenges you win over those challenges sometimes you fail and i think uh, you know one of the stories which uh, i had written some time back is uh, you know uh, twice a failed entrepreneur and you know third time successful so that that is that was one of my stories so i had failed as an entrepreneur twice and uh, you know accepting that failure of course becomes a little more easier when you are you have actually converted into success and then only it is inspiring but uh, you know uh, accepting our failures and mistakes accepting our vulnerability is also i would say is human to human so the storyteller considers himself or herself as human and the storyteller considers the audience as human so it is a human to human interaction where you accept you i can fail too You know, it is not that right. only you fail. You know, I can also fail. Nice. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I think that that's probably, you know, one of the best points we can make is is telling stories as human to human. Thank you so much for being here today with me, Dr. Ahmed. Most welcome, man. Leanne, I had a great uh, interaction with you, too. Me too. Thank you so much. And don't forget to check out Dr. Amit's website at dramitnagpal.com. And next week I'll be chatting with Vanessa Chase of the Storytelling Nonprofit. We'll be looking at nonprofit storytelling, um and I'm sure there'll be some great business lessons there too for some of you in business. Story Power is on every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Thank you for joining me, Liam Pico and Story Powered. I'll see you next week with more story. Thank you for joining us this week for Story Powered. Leanne Pico invites you to tune in for another engaging program next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll help take your story and your business to the next level.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.